Braves, Bulldogs, Falcons, Yellow Jackets, Hawks, Eagles. From the heart of Georgia, it's the Bill Shank Show. Hour number three uh, is 5 o'clock here on this Monday. Thank you very much for being with us. I'm Bill Shanks with Russ Brown. Talking sports, taking phone calls. The bases are loaded. Did you see uh, Dansby in the uh, Cubs stuff the other day? No, I have not. I, I did not see that. His hair didn't look as good in the Cubs stuff as it did the Braves. Hmm. Do you, you wonder, is it the Florida humidity? Maybe. I don't I don't have those problems, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how he does in the Cubs uniform. That's for show. To the phones we go. Jeff and Gray, hello. What's going on, Bill? How are you? Hey, you brought me back. I got so tickled a little while ago listening to you. You could be one of the, the old man Muppets at the theater. Yeah, that's you me. They just everything sucks. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just, I can't help myself. I mean, they're trying to ruin my game, and these stupid, you know, Brad Packers from Harvard, they're thinking they got all the damn answers and everything. So, anyway, well, am I, so am I, am I just being an old man? Do I need to hush? Well, I'll tell you what, I actually, if I'm watching the game, like from my house, it's a better watch, you know, because there's not a lot of this uh, doing your gloves three times, walking around the mound, or, you know, I guess for some teams, though, I thought about it like this. They're talking about shaving off 46 to 50 minutes a game. So if you're the home team, that's roughly, what, 300-something hours a year that you can't sell beverages that you were selling? Hello, yeah. You there? Yes, I agree 100%. I think you're right. I mean, they got to take that into consideration, don't they? Yeah, well, well, the the owners, yeah, I guess teams that don't have people in the stands like Pittsburgh or whatever could care less, but right. I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. We'll have to get used to it. Uh, I I wasn't a big fan of it, but like I said, I watched part of that game, which I didn't watch in the game when it ended up in a tie because the kid didn't supposedly look at the batter. He was standing in the batter's box. I didn't quite understand that. Yeah, I, I mean that was stupid. So what's the I, so Russ? What's the purpose of that? Of the Got to alert to the pitcher because the, the well the pitcher has to start his motion at, at before the fifteen seconds is up. So if the pitcher wants to throw earlier, the batter has to be ready. It's basically get in the box and get ready to swing. Okay, but so why penalize the batter if he's dumb enough to not be ready, knowing that there's a clock involved anyway? Well, because he wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't looking at the pitcher. I, I mean, I could be really graphic and say something really bad. Right <laughs> I really could. I mean, I almost wish I was on Sirius XM so I could be really, really graphic. I hate to be that way because I don't like to – because it just makes people think poorly of me when I'm vulgar and stuff. But it's like, how much do we have to do for these people? We have to tell – we have to penalize them if they're, if they're late in looking up to the pitcher. That's it, right? So we're going to penalize you for not looking up to the pitcher. Your eyes aren't on the pitcher. We're going to penalize you. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to be in the box, ready to hit. All right. Anything else, Jeff? So when Randy Johnson hit that bird, would he be penalized? <laughs> That's a great question. Great question. I think you should email dumb. Just email him it. 
at dumbrob at AOL.com, and you'll get a hold of him, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, have a good one. All right, thank you very much. 478-646-ESPN. Jeremy in Memphis. Well, Bill, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to differ from you here now, Bill. Okay. I, I, told you, I told you I hate the ghost runner. I hate going over the first. But I like – but I like the um, I like Bannon shift, and I like the time clock. No, I, I, I like Bannon. Look, I like the shift changes. I do. I think, as you know, like you just said, I think that extra inning stuff is ridiculous until you get the twelfth inning. I mean, I I, I want to be. I, I guess before I let you finish, I want to be marginally different in changing the game. If people don't want to play eighteen innings, okay, then let, let let's try to put systems in place to be a little bit different but not extreme i i just feel like and i think you agree with me the ghost runner in the 10th inning there's a larger chance of having a fluky thing cost you a ball game if you get to the 12th inning and then you can't score another run then who cares but let's at least have two extra innings before we just fly by some fluky thing happening and i guess i would wouldn't matter as much if damn snicker would that sacrifice yeah, I mean, when I, when I think about those ghost runs, I think fault. about I, I think about how many games. It seems like there for a while we were losing every single game that went into extra innings. We did that first year, didn't we? In yeah. tw- I guess, like what it, they yeah. did that twenty twenty, I guess, with the COVID. They blame the COVID for that crap, right? So you know, we got to get our mask back on and hurry up so we won't get COVID. According according to Fauci, so we better have a ghost runner at second base. That really yeah, worked I mean, a lot, didn't it? Yeah, we we couldn't win any of those. And as far as the two things I like, you agree with me on the on the shift. And, and one thing on that point, the time clock. So Russ made a couple good points midday. He said, you know, in in in, in football, you got to have seven guys on line scrimmage. So it's kind of like the shift. you got to have certain guys in certain places. And then in NBA, they ban the zone defense. So, right. so I have no problem with the, with the shift because that's what other other leagues do, stuff like that for, for, for formatted defensive purposes. Well, and I, look, I don't have problems with the time clock in the first through sixth innings. But for something like that to cost you a game, uh, even on February 26th or 5th the other day, was stupid. I mean, in the well, ninth inning, you should not have something like, I wasn't looking at the pitcher in time enough to cost you a game. If that happens in July, I'm going to have a conniption. Well, see, and, and see, some people don't like the clock at all, and then I compare that to the other sports. In the NBA or college, you have 10 seconds to get the ball across the half court line. Right. What happens if not? The ball's turned over. And then in right. football – if you don't run the play in time, it's the delay a game. Right. So it's delay a game. You're not on the buyer's Okay, box. but 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 don't 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 you don't you agree, Jeremy, that if we did it only first through sixth inning, it would still knock some time off the game, and that's when most people say, "God Almighty, this game's going slow." Well, if you're paying attention, if it's a close game, in the seventh inning, do you want them to rush to get through the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning? If it's a close game, do you want a pitcher who a lot of pitchers are not the sharpest knives in the door? To go up there and to rush through something? No, but but we have your boy AJ Minner and your boy Kenley Jensen pitching in the ninth inning. So what are we gonna do about those well, but that? Well, but that's because the umpires didn't have the balls to tell them to hurry the hell up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, that I mean, am I right about that? The umpire should have said, "Hurry up!" And here's the thing: the umpire should have also called a balk on Kenley every time he did that dancing crap on the mound. He looked like he had Tourette syndrome. Yeah, I mean, didn't he? I mean, the, no, there's I no way that what what was the old thing about you got to come set? Hell, he wasn't coming set. 
He was all over the place. He looked, I'm up to anybody who has Tourette's syndrome, I apologize if I'm making fun of you or if you think I am, but Kenley Jansen looked like he had Tourette's syndrome on the mound. He couldn't stand still. He had ants in his pants. Come set and throw the damn ball. Instead, he was doing a shashé like he was a damn ballet, ballet dancer. Throw, yeah, come set and throw the ball. But but so so we're getting penalized now as fans because the umpires couldn't do their job. Well, see, here's the bit. I, I wouldn't have a problem to six innings the last three. We don't do it. But if you gave me the option of not doing it at all, or 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 or, or doing it, if you're not going to have the six or three, either do it or not do it for the game. I'd rather do it for the whole game, just because. I just I hate how long some of these people take on the mound. I mean, some of these batters actually they go out and adjust their batting glove to it three times. I, I agree. Else. I agree. I agree. Look, I I agree with the systems in place to try to make it to where these guys. I I just think look, they made an adjustment for when a runner is on on base, right? Can we make an adjustment to give them five seconds longer in the final three innings? I, I just – I don't – look, what happened on Saturday, Jeremy, is going to happen during the year. Something stupid is going to happen to cost a team a game because their head wasn't pointed toward the pitcher. I agree. It's, it's going to happen at the end of the ball game, and it's just – I don't know. I don't know, Bill. I'm glad they're doing it, but I wouldn't mind them doing what you said. I just think – I think it's going to be all or nothing, unfortunately. Oh, and so I, I just think that – but, but – but I, but just like other sports have things in the in the game to hurry the game along and stuff like that, I think baseball is doing the same thing. But, but do I you want to watch a game? Do, do you want to watch a game with a clock on it the whole nine innings? I don't mind if it's a good game, Bill. Bill, I watched I watched some of Georgia this weekend, and and you know in between pitches, I mean they were moving fast, and I still like watching it. Well, no, that, that, that's but, fine. But I'm saying, do you want to see on TV screen a clock on the screen while you're watching their baseball game? Like you do on a basketball game or a football Not game. Not necessarily. Are they going to do that? Or do you I, well, they did it yesterday in the Yankees broadcast, and it pissed me off. Maybe well, they, And maybe they were just doing it to let people have a feel for what the pitchers are having to learn to do. Maybe that, that's the case. But if, they, if they're going to have a clock on TV, I'm, I'm listening to the damn game on the Superstations. The heck with that. I agree. I think I think it's just because they're showing people what the new rule is. But I agree. I wouldn't want it on the TV screen. That'd be that would be that would yeah. drive me crazy. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. All right, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. Cannon coming. Hello. Good afternoon, sir, and Russ Brown. Um, so uh, all, so uh, on on Saturday, uh, the Dodgers and Stan Caston made a very nice donation to the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame in <laughs> in, uh, in in honor of Stan. And I instead asked for Freddie back. You know, you're the hell with the money for the Hall of Fame. Just give us Freddie back, but Stan didn't like that idea. Bill, uh-huh. um, Russ, I am not going to call up here during the spring and summer and talk Dodger baseball because I will never get through to talk to you again. Okay, you bring this up on a constant basis just because you're butt hurt because your boy went to L.A. Damn, I don't think I like okay. his tone. My goodness. I mean, damn, I just, you know what? I don't think I like his tone right there. I might hang up I'm on him. I'm sorry that he left, but I am never, ever, 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 ever going to call again and talk about the dog. Okay, okay. I'm not stupid. Okay, okay? all right, okay. <laughs> you just said I'm butt hurt like I'm a daggum pool boy at a Rock Hudson party in 1950, but go ahead. But my Dodgers have more war series than your Braves, but that's okay. Oh, my God. Oh, you wait. Just wait. Just wait. 
Yeah, but our first, right. our first baseman doesn't cry like a like he got his bottle taken away from him. You do and, realize that Freddie Freeman's going to hit like three seventy this year without the shit. Oh, ain't no question about it. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. No <laughs> doubt. I'm going to hate him even more after that. And the batting average may not even be a metric anymore. It may just be like, well, you know, hey, he hit the ball like a lot of times. I mean, <laughs> That's right. Care. That's right. All right. First of all, I want to start this conversation by telling Rich Brown I hate him because. He's talking about the Atlanta Hawks today, and I'm like, okay, whatever, blah, 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 blah. They signed Quinn Snyder. I go look at it. Do you realize the player development that Quinn Snyder did for the Hawks when he was here? It is phenomenal. The guy, I'm telling you, you know, I really don't want to be an Atlanta Hawks fan. I don't want to really be an Atlanta Falcons fan. But I live here, and they're my teams, and I'm going to root for them. Bill, I really think they're on to something here. As long as nobody cuts the legs out from underneath this guy, there's going to be a lot of positive things going forward. Really? Yeah, I, I think there will be. I, I, I think I, – I mean, I love the hire. I, I think it's great. I, it's a tremendous hire for this team. I want to give you – by the way, I want to circle back to what I was going to say before you brought up all the bad blood. Um, <laughs> I, great job Friday night for you. Congratulations, man. Thank you. You met some superstars. Look at you. Yeah. Seriously. Evander's well a weakling. He's Evander's got nothing left. Just hit him and, you know. he No, you know what? He was very nice. Evander was very nice to come out. We were honored to have him here. It was a great It was a great weekend. It really was. It looked, it looked like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Glenn Schumann is going to be the highest-paid defensive coordinator in the college uh, – excuse me, uh, college football. How about that? Well, that's the great. Is I, I mean, we got to work – Three million oh a year. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Three million a year. That's the rumor. Well, we yeah. ain't got to worry about Will because he's already getting like three million a – Quarter no, for he's got like twenty million coming from oh, South Carolina oh. for like another two years. That's Seriously, um, yeah, I, but I, I told Russ this afternoon. I don't think he's <laughs> I, I, that three million is nice. But you know what, Bill, and I, I'm going to say this real quick. Kirby went to the NFL for a year, right, in 2005, and you got to think he told Glenn, Glenn, the NFL, right? Okay, you don't have the schedule, you don't have the calendar. Recruiting is difficult. Blah 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 blah. But Glenn Schumann probably is kind of brainwashed. He wants to be a college guy. There's, you know, these young guys are going to be kind of like the benchmark going forward for the, you know, college football. I think Kirby said, Glenn, you know, much like I did at Bama, you just hold on. I'm going to get you a lot of money. Well, I think so, too. And I I think Dan Lanning also, knowing that Lanning had never been a head coach and he went from the D.C. job, I mean, I don't know why – Glenn Schumann would leave for anything but a, a head coaching job. I really don't. I'm never going to watch college ba- uh, or in Major League Baseball again. This clock sucks. Good, I agree. I think you, I think it, you shouldn't. If so I rooted bad. for your team, I wouldn't watch them either. And if you get Max in two years, I, you ain't never going to call this show again. You can forget that about Slick. You can, hey, you're going to ban him from midday two if Max goes to the Dodgers? I don't know. He ain't that good a caller. 50-50. He, he ain't that good a caller. All right, Ken, thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Pepper and Vianna. What's up, Pepper? Hey, buddy. I'm trying to call you Friday. Y'all was at the Hall of Fame and all. And I played for Glenn Cassell. He won more basketball games than anybody. I tried to, and you said Skip was up there. Yeah. But I couldn't get to. Yeah, well, we we were we were just talking with old Ron Reed and Stan Caston, so that that's why we we didn't take many calls on Friday. No, I know, but I tried my best. 
I wanted to call Skip. And uh, he's down I, in Orlando at Disney World. Oh no! Yeah, isn't that horrible? <laughs> nah, he's not. He's in a meeting in Orlando. He's down down in Florida right now. He'll be back on soon. He'll he'll be with me in spring training in a couple of weeks. When y'all coming to Hawkinsville? I went and seen Mister we... uh, Fowler. Yeah. Well, we we may be there next week. I I gotta go down do south and do the show down in Waycross and Brunswick for a couple of days later this week. So next Thursday we may be back and do the show down there. I'll let you know though. All right, I appreciate it. And I and I and I heard you call, you know, Friday and said the skip was and y'all was at the Hall of Fame. I I mean I listen to you every day, and uh, y'all was. At the Hall of Fame, up there was at Georgia Hall of Fame with C. Glenn Cassell. I played basketball with him. He, of course, he lives in Kentucky now. But anyway, I just I, I kept trying to call him. But yep. Skip's all right, ain't he? Yeah, he's all right. Well, he's as unnormal as usual. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to him because we're going to have to meet up for the Louisville, the Mercedes-Benz. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about all this uh, uh, time clock and stuff in baseball, Pepper? I, I don't like it. Baseball's supposed to be plays. You go out there and you hit the ball and you run and you steal. And I, I hate it. I, I mean, I, you get all this on your radio show about these people, but I admire you so much because you tell them. And... and I mean, what? Shoot, I played baseball. I mean, you know, little league and all that. You know, I mean, balls and strikes and out and in. I mean, it's not right. I just don't understand it. To be I know it's it's weird. That's for sure. But if we got, I guess we got to get used to. It. We don't have much of a choice, do we? What do you think? Well, I I, I don't I don't think we have much of a choice. I mean, they're they're very. They, they say this is what people want, so we'll see. We'll we'll see how they get in the regular season. But I'm telling you, the first time this costs somebody a game, it's not going to be only me that's going to be nuts. I know it. And it's still going back to money. You know, all of it's about money. But, you know, uh, how long have you played baseball? I mean, when you – Little League and all of it. Oh, I played – I mean, I played up until I was 18 in, in high school, and – and that's when my career kind of got derailed. But I mean, I, I was I loved baseball. I played all the time. Played every day. I, I'm the same way, and and it wasn't how good you was not, but you fell to the ground and you played till the game was over. Yeah. And they're changing the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're getting old, Pepper. These millennials are taking over. They're like aliens. I, They're coming in here and taking over. I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. All right, Pepper, you be good now. Take care. All right, buddy. Tell Skip I say hello. I, I will. Know. I will. All right. Thank you, Pepper. We just need to get Pepper and Skip a damn show, don't we? I mean, they just you know, they wouldn't. Be, they, you never shut them up. They'd be all Skip and Pepper. Skip and Pepper. The Skipper Show. Yeah, there you go. The Skipper Pepper Show. <laughs> be a lot of tech talk. Oh my God. Unbelievable. That'd be right after Kirkland and Ken on the Superstations. Hello, Ken. How you doing, Bill Shank? I'm doing good, Killer. You and you and Russ Brown, I love both of y'all. What now? 
I love both y'all and care a lot about y'all. We love you too, oh, Killer. Right back at you, Killer. We love you, Killer. You know, you're a big part of this show. You know you are. Yeah, but uh, let me tell you about this. I'm just glad that, that the Atlanta Hawks used their heads, and I can't think of what the owner's name, but I'm glad they Tony Ressler. And got Flynn, I can't think of his last name. Snyder. They, they did really good by doing that because it looked like that just that it helped Trey Young get his mind right and the other players get their mind right. I, they might be on the right right track now with that new coach. And it looked like that they might have done a trick with what they did because it looked like that Nate, Matt Miller was just like a standing statue and just staring all the time, and he wasn't he wasn't actually doing anything. And the players were just tired of the same old, same old and wanted something different than uh-huh. what they needed, and glad he did it. I can't wait to watch him tomorrow night and to see how they do because he's going to be on the sideline tomorrow. And Quinn Snyder, I mean, he he did really well, killer in Utah. I, I I can't wait. I'm excited. I think we got the best coach they've had. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't liked the Hawks coach in a long time. I mean, I, I 30 years ago, the Hawks hired Lenny Wilkins, and it was a no-brainer. You know, they had gone from Mike Vitello to – Bobby Weiss, and Bobby Weiss was a very nice man, but he was kind of the antithesis of Mike Fratello, which is what they wanted. They wanted someone who was calm compared to Mike Fratello, who was kind of out of control and uh, loud Italian from New Jersey. And y- you know what? That They just haven't had very many good coaches, and now they've got one. I, I just think this is the best thing this organization's done in a long time. I really do. But getting on another coach for the Atlanta Falcons, that's what worries me because I just don't really know as I trust Arthur Smith and Terry Font, uh, well, Fontenot, whatever, uh, as an owner and co- a coach. I mean, I just don't think they know what they're doing in drafting. It just don't look like they do. They might, but it, it just don't make me feel good. Bill. Well, Killer, let me tell you now um, – the next couple of weeks for the Haw- for the Falcons rather are going to be very important because of all these free agency moves they could make. It could be a very important month of March and April for them because they're going to reshape this roster here in the next couple of, of months. And, you know, it, it's the end of February, and when it's the end of April and that draft comes along in two months, it's going to be uh, just a huge time for this team. And in about ten weeks, we're going to know what this, this franchise is going to look at like moving forward and i i'm i'm very hopeful uh that they can make some good decisions here because man they they are uh, at the end of the line when it comes to blaming the no cap room and we've got dead money and all that stuff it's time for them to go get some talent now killer yeah but i'm gonna get back to baseball okay who's the one that came out with the idea with the clock and everything that was crazy to me this commissioner was, but they didn't be got that's wrong this commissioner well, you need to fire him and get somebody decent in there. I'm with you. I agree. I think he's a moron. But I, I you know, we'll see how some of these changes work. It's just, it, it, it's just. I wish they would tweak them. That, that's the thing. I, killer, thank you. I, I, I wish they would tweak them. I'm not saying don't do it, but it's if it costs you a game, Russ. That's the thing. I'm telling you, when this happens in the regular season and something stupid like that happens the other day, and like. Uh, Jeff said from the secret text line earlier, 
have a little bit of common sense. But I, And I know the umpires have been told to call it straight right now to get people used to it. But, man, in the third week of July when there's a pennant race going on and you are game back and you go up there and have a situation like that happens, some manager is going to have a stroke on the field. Yeah, I, I think – and, again, we'll see. I mean, they're enforcing it hard and fast right now. You remember when they first started checking the pitchers when they were coming off the mound? Yeah. I think it's going to go that direction. I, I, I really do. And I think you would probably see a warning because, I mean, I, I'm sure if you ask that umpire, like, he had to make that call, and he probably didn't. That's not how you want to end the game, right? I mean, it, no, nobody wants that. So I, I, I don't think it'll be this strict once we get to the regular season. But the kid was in the box. Yeah. But you he, know? Yeah. But, but, you know, better it happened in an exhibition game so everybody can learn from it than – a regular season game. I mean, the first time Bobby Cox wouldn't have taken this. He would have. He would have. He would have been in trouble. But first time we hear Snicker say, "Put your head up." <laughs> Five, four. <laughs> now that's gonna be funny. That's me and you and Skip go to a game and sit on the fourth row and start doing the time clock like we're at the college basketball game. Oh. Like the twenty-four second clock's running out. We're getting ready to <laughs> Oh man. We all right, we got three on hold. We got one line open. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. Greg, Marty, and Brian, hold on, we'll get to you. We'll take a break, come back. More sports talk right after this. Five twenty-nine, our time. Both Max Freed and Spencer Strider, two scoreless innings today for the Braves as they won their exhibition game in two hours and eleven minutes. Marty and Macon, hello. Hey, Bill. I just wanted to compliment you on that interview with Stan Caston. Thank you. And I was hope I was hoping you might replay the whole interview one day this week. Uh, well, we may replay it at some point, but it, it is online, uh, thesuperstations.com. You can go and, and, you know, if you want for us to email it to you, Marty, we can get uh, Chris to email it to you if you'd like for, for us to do that. Okay. T- tell me uh, tell yeah. me that uh, online again, superstations. Yeah, it's thesuperstations.com. Okay. How, how about I let, let Chris put you on hold and we'll email you the link for the for – the, uh, for the uh, um, for the interview, if that's okay, would that be okay with you? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we won't give it out over the air, but we we uh, we don't want Georgia Tech fans emailing you or anything. But we'll we'll uh, we'll let Chris send it send you the link directly, and then you'll have it and you can listen to it. All right, I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Marty. Hold on just a second, Chris. Will, Chris will get you right now. Okay, four seven eight six four six ESPN. Greg in Marshallville is with us. Hello, Greg. Hey, Bill. How you doing, Russ? Hello. How are you, sir? I comment on the baseball things, okay? As a okay. former, uh, you know, player, coach, and now I'm your resident umpire for high school varsity. We can't. We don't blame the umpires. We, I laughed when you just said to one of the other Pepper. I think, hey, the umpire should yell, "Come on, pitch!" Well, you can yell all you want. So the game has to change as far as time. I sit with my buddy who has season tickets, the first row in the chop house, and the last two years I'm sitting there and I looked at him and said, Jeff, if this game is too slow for me at 70 years old, it's slow for the young people. It has to change. So, you know, they'll adjust, the umpires and all that, and I don't. I didn't see what you said. They called the guy wasn't looking at the pitcher, but yeah, it was stu- you know, that that was stupid. But Greg, don't you think that I am offering a? I'm I'm not saying to not make these changes. I'm saying to adjust them and be a little bit more 
flexible and a little bit longer time in the innings of seven, eight, nine, because that's when the game is on the line. I, I was saying this in January, even before this Mickey Mouse crap happened on Saturday, which was stupid. It was, I mean, you're not looking at the, he was in the box and not looking at the pitcher. And so the umpire calls a strike as the rules are there, and he was out. And it was strike three then, so he was out. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the same in high school. If I tell the guy to get in the box and he don't get in the box, it's two strikes, I go, okay, strike three, you're out. So, yeah, but, I mean, they'll adjust to that. The other part is this, Bill. It has to go down. I mean, I don't know if you remember. I, You know, it's Chris Short, Jim Bunning, Jim Cott. Hour 50, hour 58, two hours the game was Yeah, but that's be- that was because we didn't have a lot of pitching changes because the managers left the pitchers in there and they didn't treat them like babies. Yeah, I mean, it's specialization. I mean, you're never going to see. Bob Gibson has the record for seven complete games in a World Series, and I think he won every one. You will never see that. Oh, no. Never. No. Oh, no. You know? No, so, you can't you know, do it. You can't do it too early because they're not loosened up. You can't do it too late. Because, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just we, we've, it's the wussification of America, and it's just gone to, to baseball. I mean, again, I'll take the pitch clock. I understand. Make the game lo- shorter and speed it up a little bit, but just be a little bit. Just increase it five more seconds in the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, and and don't give me no crap about after a certain amount of pitches. You better be looking at the pitcher we got it you know if the, if you're not ready and you're in the box and the pitcher throws the ball that's your problem but to call a strike because he didn't have his head toward the pitcher i mean that's basically what it was right russ he did not yeah. have his head toward. he was in the box his feet were in the box it's not like he had one foot out of the box one foot in his feet were in the box but he was looking down at the ground and so that since that happened and he wasn't paying attention to the batter i mean to the pitcher they called a strike on him and the game was over that's his problem. You're in the box. A pitcher could pitch it with ten seconds. Right. Be ready. <laughs> right. So why does the pitcher? Why does the hitter have to be alert to the pitcher? If the hitter's stupid and is not watching the pitcher, and the pitcher throws the ball, that's his problem, right? See, that's probably a safety thing. They don't want the guy get hit in the face. Oh, the, the wussification of America! I'm telling no, you, they're getting hit in the face with a baseball. Now. Well, Come if he's on. not looking, that's his no, damn problem. That, that's, that's he's got fifteen. He knows the pitcher's on the rubber. <laughs> We're going okay. That's it. I'm fixing to. I'm fixing to say it. We're going to wipe these players' butt next. That's it. I'm telling you. What's next for all the fans to wipe their butt because they can't do things like pay attention? We have to tell a hitter to pay attention when he's in the box because the pitcher's going to throw the ball in 15 seconds. Come on, Greg. I get this in high school all the time from the coaches, and I want to say, coach, just tell your players to play the damn game. Okay, I'm not here to teach you. I'm just here to umpire the game. Right, right. But so, do you, okay. But you said you you have a clock to do that, or do you just tell them to get in the box, and if they don't do it, you you call them a strike. No, well, they got to keep. There's only seven things they could do. You know, a wild pitch, a pitch uh, they swing and miss. They could get out of the box, right? But then they got to get back in. If it's a pitch and it's a strike, they got to keep one foot in. And what I'll do is, if they both get out. I'll just say, get back in the box. Now, here's the other thing. You talk about how specialized, and it drives us nuts. Every batter has on his wrist with all these numbers. There's three numbers, and there's all kind of numbers. And then the pitcher has the pitcher. So here's the thing. Every pitch, the pitcher looks at the coach in the dugout, and the coach will go, 4-3-2. Then the batter looks at the third base coach, 7-5-6. We have to put up with 
It drives me nuts on there. There's okay. times when there's, it say the score is 8 nothing, two strikes, and it's the seventh inning, and he has two strikes, and he looks, and I said, batter, it's two strikes, you're down 8 nothing. get the uh, hell in the box. Okay, all right, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. The dumb umpires in the Major League, Russ, wouldn't do that. Right. Greg should be in the big leagues. He's a heck of an umpire. <laughs> that's it. That, exactly. He should be in charge. But that's it. It's that old adage that you see all the time. If if th- there's something already there to enforce this, they're just not enforcing it. So now we have to have a clock. That's it's it's yeah. That's because Major League Baseball's got people like CB Buckner and Angel Hernandez right. still employed. It's it's like okay, well we've had seven accidents at that intersection. Maybe we should put a light up. That's where we're at. <laughs> and 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 you know what? The other thing that sickens me about this game. And look, somebody please call up and say, Bill, if you're so upset about it, don't watch it. Because I, what can I say? Oh yeah, I'm a hockey fan. All of a sudden, I love the Canucks now. Because. <sighs> Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm so pissed off. Brian and Warner Robbins, hello. Hey, Bill, Russ, how y'all doing today? Long time no talk to you, Bill. Good to hear from you. All right. Hey, I just want to let you know, if you're so upset about it, don't watch it. That's a good idea, Brian. <laughs> you're, the caller well, of the, you're the caller of the day. Thank you. I appreciate you're that. You're welcome. I'll take a two-party out-of-state county check. Okay. Um, but uh, my real question is um, – in regards to Saturday's game, do you think the umpire should, or not should, but do you think it'd be uh, a protocol or whatever to give the batter like a heads up, like, you know, you might want to get in the box or, you know, you're at 10 seconds, you know, something like that. He was in it, the box. So well, we're, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right, well, you know, okay, so the, was the umpire supposed to say, I mean, here's a fair question. I'm not being a smart aleck. Was the umpire supposed to say, pick your head up? I mean, I guess he could. Yeah, that, that's what I'm asking. I mean, me personally, if I was a batter, I'd be alert the whole time. You know, he was alert. He was just looking down. Like, at, just he wondered. was looking down at his feet, and then he was he was bound to look up next because he had he knew the 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 clock was running. He knew the clock was running, mm-hmm. so I don't think he was going to keep looking at his feet. Right. Well, I'm not saying the umpire made the right call or anything. No, he did make the right call. That's the problem, Brian. He made the right call. He made the right call according to the rule that is written now. Major League Baseball confirmed, called Brian Sicker on Sunday. Uh, the report was, and and they made the right call, which I don't think was ever in doubt. But the, I think the question was, you know, okay, I think what the question was, the batter was kind of looking at the catcher, and the catcher was still standing up, right, Russ? Wasn't the catcher yeah, still standing so up? Yeah, so the confusion was because the batter thought because the catcher was standing up, he did not have to be alert to the pitcher because obviously if the catcher's standing straight up, the guy's not about to pitch. But the but because the catcher was in the box, that's all the rule said, the catcher has to be in the box, not crouched. Right. Then that's why the, the, the call was the right call. Oh, it was. It was the right call, but it's like – why does – I don't get why the batter has to be alert to the pitcher. If the if the batter is in the box, the batter is preparing for the pitch. So why at a certain time do you require the batter to look up and have his face toward the pitcher? So, the, but it's the, the gamesmanship. 
trying not to, to you know what i'm saying like they're trying to cut a lot of that stuff out so like if i'm in the box and i'm just looking at the ground you know you're waiting on me to look up to pitch so i'm going to try to squeeze as much time as i can to put more pressure on you that's i mean that's they're tr- just trying to take that they're trying to get out in front of stuff like that okay brian anything else that uh It'd be, you know, good protocol for the umpire to kind of give a heads up, courtesy heads up. No, because if the umpires had done their job all these years before, we wouldn't be in this shape. That's the problem. If they would have forced their umpires to do their job and, and I mean, look, the only reason, let's be totally honest, the only reason this bullcrap one-knee catching is going on is because the umpires have allowed these catchers to manipulate the pitches to move them inside the strike zone when they start on the outer part of the strike zone, which, as Dale Murphy told us, if they'd have done that 45 years ago, the umpire would have thrown the catcher out of the game because the umpires back then had cojones. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Brian. It's going to be a fun year. Okay, I can't wait. I'm all excited. Spring training, hope springs eternal, and I'm mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I the, look, I, I'm not trying to say don't change it. I, but I think the alert to the batter stuff, alert to the pitcher stuff is stupid. And I also think that we should be a little bit more lax in the final three innings. Because I don't want for this to cost my team a game. That That's – you know, look, these players are not the sharpest knives in the drawer, and I think you're right. The routine's going to come to them where they're mentally going to be in a in a mode of, all right, this is what I do, this is what I do. But the looking up with eight seconds part is just a little extreme to me. Stay in the box, get in the box, but you have to look at the pitcher. I, I don't like that. I do not like that. I, I think that's a little silly. And I, I just wish they would do the time a little bit different in inning seven, eight, nine. Give them five more seconds, you know. Um, and I, I just think this is extreme. Why? I, I, I mean, two eleven for the time of the golly, that's quick. That's a quick game, man. And Greg Maddox ain't walking through that door because how many pitchers did they oh use today? Oh, my gosh. Greg oh. Maddox would be done in like an hour and 15 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be like an episode of Dallas. It'd be over in, a, in an hour. <laughs> if Greg Maddox was pitching in this stuff, it'd be over in an hour. I mean, there would be no doubt about it. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. Kirkland's on hold. Kirkland goes way too fast in his call, so we're going to make him wait. Back with more <laughs> right after this. Well, Ronnie Millsap here on the show, Stranger in My House. Thank you very much for being with us. Bill and Russ here on the radio talking sports. Let's get back to the phones. Kirkland in Macon, hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? Today? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, this is wild, man, just wild. I mean, you think you're mad now, though, man. I mean, wow. I mean, why you, you not you just uh, watch the show, watch the game to get mad? Well, but I'm telling you, Kirkland, this happens in a regular season game. Somebody's going to lose their, you know what? Yeah, but you, but you think you're mad. Now, think about what that happens to the Braves in a game, clinching game in the World Series, where we lose in that game. And oh, you look up. Let me tell you something. Just come get the straight jacket with the ambulance and take me off. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, you're going to blow a fuse out there, man. 
<laughs> I know. It's it's crazy. It, it's just uh, – I mean, we'll see how it goes. I, look, I hope whatever their goals are can be met. I, I, I There's no question they want a quicker game for the younger folks. So, whatever. I, I just wish they would tweak it a little bit and not be so extreme. But, you know, I, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think another thing they're doing, too, because, I mean, you can only expect the old guy – you stay up for only so long before you fall off to sleep and stuff, you know, and like the the, uh, the two hour mark or something like that. Well, you got to so. keep the game interesting, and I I know there's some boring games in baseball, and I know I'm I'm I watch every game, so it's it's a little different for me because you know my again old man on the porch, or like our first caller said, I'm the old man in the balcony on the Muppets, you know. If you don't like it, don't watch. But they got to have people watch. And if people aren't watching, that's a problem. Now, I, you know, I, I think there are other things that can be done to, you know, I, I mean, but again, if people say, well, the games are too long, it's too boring, I, I still think I'm, I'm going to be tooting this horn all year long. Okay, then first through sixth innings. Because, look, how many people turn into a basketball game in the fourth quarter? How many people do turn into a baseball game in the in the seventh inning? Okay, we'll speed up the first six innings then. But when the game's on the line, you got to be careful about that. I mean, I'm telling you, there's going to be some situation where there's going to be the bases loaded and the pitcher's going to screw up because he does something he's not supposed to do and we're going to have a problem. Or, I mean, that thing the other day, I, I still, you know, alert to the pitcher. I just I, – I, that blows my mind. And it would have been different if he had not been the box. He was in the box. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, like, still wondering what happened, man. Like, you know, you'd be like, what, what happened? What, what, What's going on here? Hell, the, 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 the batter thought that they had done something wrong. Yeah. And who are these guys in spring training, though, man? I don't know none of these guys. None of them. You mean the players? Yeah, a minor Are they leaguers. For a spot? Okay, yeah, because I was kind of thrown off by that a little bit. No, nah, they're minor leaguers. I mean, they, you know, they especially first couple of games they play everybody and everybody. I mean, everybody goes to spring training. Oh, okay. They play all. I, I they they play. They'll play thirty players a game in spring training. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it's gonna be. But one thing I'm glad about that that the shift's over with. I think the shift kind of killed some base, some um, batting averages too. We're gonna get a lot of the fun and the game-winning hits back into the game with the shift gone. I, I think that's a good thing. You change, change anything, it will be the shift because I hate the shift. It's a dream killer. Well, I I think part of me thinks you ought to be able to put anything you want to. If you want to put five people in the infield, okay. But I I get it. I I do. I am okay with them doing what they're doing. I I think a manager's got to be smart enough to do, like I said earlier, though, Kirkland, and if there's a, a batter up there who has a propensity to hit the ball in short right field, I'm bringing my right fielder in and moving the center fielder over. Aren't you doing that? Yeah, I mean, but uh, what about – I know we want to change everything, but what about the continuity of the game also, the integrity of the game? I think baseball is a little bit different because of the stats thing and the you know the data and stuff. But we kind of and we got to kind of keep that intact a little bit, you know. Even though we're making change to clean up the game and make the time, you know, shorter. But you know how they can make the integrity of the game of the game better is get better umpires. The um the worst part of baseball is the umpires suck. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. seriously, if if you yeah. want to ask someone about what is wrong with baseball, it's that your umpires suck. How about this? Your your umpires are not the only ones that suck. Your replay system sucks. That instead of trying to get the damn thing right, you're trying to make sure the umpires that call the play in the first place are made to look good or bad. Get the play right. That ought to be a priority. Why isn't that a priority? I know because I can't take it anymore. If C.B. Buckner, how many times is he going to call a strike wrong? I mean, how many times are we going to go through that? I mean, he's, he's caused us to not – I mean, he caused the Braves not to win about three or four games. You know that, Bill. He's awful. He's, he is uh, he's he awful. is an awful – he is awful. If C.B. Buckner was a trash man on the back of the truck, he would drop every trash can that he had in his arms. He would be all. He would be the worst damn trash man in town. He sucks. And if they, I guarantee you, if he dropped trash all over the grass and all over the street, they'd fire his ass. This this guy's got more job security than anybody I know. Doesn't he? I don't know, man. This is crazy, man. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. As long as, I, as, long as the mailman delivers, I don't care. No, oh, you ain't got to worry about that. All right, Kirkland. Thank you, brother. I mean, Russ. Seriously, the worst thing in baseball is the fact that we have bad umpiring it is not consistent it is not good it is it, it, it what is the strike zone i mean i never thought i would say that i want automated strike zones i do because these people who are umpires right now have no clue what they're doing there is no consistency whatsoever they don't know how to define it i don't even know what the definition of a strike is anymore the, the, the pitches go down the plate and hell we got the I can't stand it, but we've got that higher view of the of the plate that's supposed to give us a better idea of whether or not it's a strike or not. The worst part of baseball is umpiring, and it always has been. And if they had done their jobs in the first place, we wouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah. That's my problem. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think there, there's some truth to that. And a lot of people have called for the robot umps. And, you know, you've got the report card on Twitter and you, that you can go every night and they post basically like an evaluation of the home plate umpire. And most of them are good, but every night there's like two or three guys that are in like the 80 percentile. Yeah. And then you should be in the 90s with that stuff. Um, so that that can be a problem. And I think the, the strike zone is defined by the whoever's calling the game that night. And as a player, you just have to kind of know your umpire. I'm worried about you, man. It's February 27th. Are you going to be able to make it through this season? I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, you got to pace yourself, I'm in Bill. trouble, I know. <laughs> we're not even to the regular season yet. Well, you should have heard me on Saturday. <laughs> oh, I couldn't imagine. My dogs were looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Just take me to pee-pee, Daddy, but what is wrong with you? Oh. Because I, I, I was in shock. I'm like, I was as shocked as that kid was. I, I, I'm like, alert to the pitcher. Alert to the pitcher. Today's phrase there's always a new phrase in baseball, right? Yeah. Alert to alert the pitcher. Alert to the pitcher. Alert to the pitcher. If you're dumb enough to get in the box and you're not alert to the pitcher, you deserve to be hit in the head with a baseball. You better be alert. If your two feet are in there, but uh, we're back on the Muppets. <laughs> the two guys in the balcony. <laughs> we all knew we were going to be this way, Russ. Hey, you, you're not like this. Uh, you're no, fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with you're it. You're fine. You're a millennial. What the hell am I listening to you for? <laughs> No. <laughs> you're listening to The Bill Shank Show. <laughs>